Hi, and welcome to the Hope and Mom and Dad podcast. I'm Becky, and this is Fuzz. And we are on episode 46. Um, we are a podcast all about IVF, infertility, and becoming parents. And in this episode, uh, I'm 27 weeks pregnant. Yay, finally. Lots I say of... finally, but we have been talking about it a lot lately. Yeah, lots of... Um... So lots of waiting around stuff like that like we said with the podcast we started off documenting our ivf journey but obviously it'll hopefully evolve into um you know like being parents and like figuring yeah. all that stuff out so because yeah. that's what's happening yeah hoping mum and dad mm. so uh yeah like i say i'm 27 weeks pregnant and almost in the third trimester i guess it's 27 28 weeks are you not in the third trimester then i thought you well, were well that's what i mean i think it depends on the app you're looking at or mm. the person you're talking to. Um, I'd say I'm on the cusp, on, on the, the home cusp. stretch. Yeah. How are you feeling in yourself? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. I'm getting tired. Yeah. You are. Um, how was your mood in general? Well, you asked me this last week, and we did touch upon it a lot. Uh, my mood has improved because has it? I had been quite moody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> has it though? I, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I think it has. I um, yeah, I it has this week. I feel a lot better, and we've done a lot of stuff and seen friends. And one of my other friends noticed that I felt not myself, and um, she's been around to see me, and I've seen her. And what yeah. did they say? Did they say oh, I think yeah, miserable. I'd put out on Instagram that I was like feeling a bit down in the dumps, and like working from home was getting boring and then I went out with some of my friends Saturday and I was talking to one of them and one of my really good friends my best friend probably in um in was with us and I wasn't talking to her but she kind of heard me saying that Mm. so then she talked to me afterwards and was like we need to do more in the week basically yeah yeah so so good if someone said lots of people looking after me what's it like being pregnant at this stage what would you say good it is good Mm. but um I guess I'm really lucky because, like, I haven't had very symptomatic pregnancy. I've been quite generally plain sailing. Um, But I think this is probably the bit where people start to feel a bit fed up and uncomfortable. Um, I think mum visited this weekend, and while she was down, I did notice that, like, things were getting a bit different. Like, I was getting tired more easily. Is that again. to be expected, you think, in the in this bit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're, like, I think... Because you everyone, get tired in the beginning, too, don't you? Yeah. In the first trimester, I was napping all the time. And mm. then in the second trimester, I didn't have that boost of energy that people talk about mm. in the second trimester. But I definitely napped less and probably stayed up later. Um, but, yeah, I'm starting to get more tired and... I don't know, I was, I don't know, too much information, but getting a bit constipated and other pregnancy things, mm. heartburn. You've always got heartburn at the moment, and your mum thinks yeah. you're supported, doesn't she, because of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was a busy weekend, but really lovely, because mum looked after us, didn't she? Yeah. I think you've kind of calmed down a little bit on the whole, like, oh my God, everything's got to be ready, baby. Like, <laughs> like, well, that's because do... we're getting ready now. Yeah, but people have kids in all kinds of different ways and stuff and it just works but we've painted the baby's room note to anyone who listened last week um we have not gone for a mural so far it's turned into like a geometric kind of mountain yeah there'll be some i think we're gonna put some stick uh, like some vinyl stickers on and stuff like that which is like exactly what i said (laughs) (laughs) basically yeah Yeah, so that's exciting got a little Um, elephant we did get a little elephant from john lewis um, I'm letting myself kind of get into it a bit more now. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, like we said before, there's been, you know, when you're waiting for so long and, and stuff before, and uh, yeah, it, you kind of don't want to kind of get into it to protect yourself, but I don't know, it's kind of cool, like yeah. just looking at like baby stuff and whatever, and we're figuring it out. Um, doing a bit of um, DIY sorting things out making space the biggest problem we've got at the moment is just making space because we yeah. live in a Victorian terraced house which mm. I like yeah but we've got the tip booked Monday so we're going to have a big mm. purge yeah as it were but the the room's painted yeah uh, uh, Ross came round we got our builder friend Ross to just check out the room and I said is it worth putting some insulation and stuff because if it is then it's probably better off doing yeah. it now and he was like nah it's fine don't need it yeah so painted uh we just gotta move some furniture around stuff now we? yeah and just get rid of stuff really because yeah. i think we're i think we're pretty smart i'm quite good at like becky likes nice clean blank nothing walls and everything put away and nothing in sight and unfortunately because we live in a terraced house like it doesn't it can't really work like that so i try and be as as good as i can with story it is though it's not it is it's because you i have things yeah yeah because you are actively using things all the time not because it's a terrace house i'm yeah i'm a photographer and a videographer yeah but it you what so just change your lifestyle to have a like clear like nothing in your house no exactly yeah i'm just saying your house is the house is for you and your staff you don't like get rid of you don't change your life so you can live in a... No, but you do have to live with people in harmony. Exactly. <laughs> so we put things away. Yeah. We make sure, like, we try and use every little bit of space we can and we should be <laughs> hoping. But you don't like it because it's not like a BBC Good Homes magazine cover. No, Which not is yet. nothing and a picture of a pebble on the wall like that Rod Gilbert. I don't want pebble pictures. You do? No, I don't. Hmm. No, I don't. Coke has yeah. been really good. Yeah, we had a little uh, photo shoot with Cokes. Um, well, I had a little photo shoot with Coco mm. um, with the bump and Coco. So I think uh, stay keep peeled on Instagram. And we'll put a couple of them out, but uh, it's kind of it feels you know like I've mentioned it before. I'm a photographer and stuff, so I do uh, portraits, weddings, commercial mm. stuff, loads of different stuff, and with covid over the last couple of years and stuff everything i've been on a bit of a kind of sabbatical because i've like just tried to make sure that i've look i'm looking after my wedding clients so i haven't gone out and tried to book like loads and loads and loads of weddings because we didn't know if they were all going to get cancelled and if they get cancelled you've now got like 60 weddings yeah crammed into one year so there's not even enough space to do them yeah so i was like right the people that book me i'm just gonna make sure that they're my priority people who i've committed to and then just kind of learn a few new skills mm. do bits and pieces um but not really like push yeah to sort of get out there but now i feel like i think it's like at the right time to start doing that again yeah just because it could do you know what i mean though like it could be more hassle yeah like before if, it could have been yeah before like if it was like okay i'll go out and i'll put loads of time and you energy you wouldn't have been able this. to accommodate all the couples that have um rescheduled if you had booked more work basically yeah and the work was un- uncertain and then yeah uh, it's really it's gross but like in creative industries and freelance stuff people just i think they panic and they undercut everyone yeah and then what happens is everyone's like oh i'll do a wedding for a for a tenner and then they book a year's worth realize they can't do it mm. and the professionals who have sensible rates 
that cover their house, you know, their bills and mm. raising a family and stuff. They don't get any work. And then these, well, they do. It's the types of people that book them. But like, it's, it was really horrible watching all that stuff going through the pandemic where people would like undercut and just, yeah, you know, and we're so lucky that you're a teacher, basically. Yeah, and that's one of the bonuses of uh, Fuzz being a photographer. Obviously, when we need to, we can take family photos quite easily. Yeah. And uh, I might start. Coco was the star of the show yesterday. Yeah, and I might. Um, I mean, it's not going to be relevant for everyone listening, but people in South Wales, I might. Um, when I get my the websites rejigged about it and stuff, I might maybe put like a little um like a little offer out for listeners if they want yeah. like a family portrait or whatever yeah it's a good idea because and it'd be kind of cool i've we've tra- we've done a couple of newborn shoots i mean yeah and it'd be kind of cool to have our own newborn shoot with our yeah. kid well it's i've only just thought about that now. it's a definite have you i've been thinking about it before and i think it'll be <laughs> but I more successful because like... it's easier to manipulate your own baby because <laughs> i mean before you've been a bit scared about moving them because they're so tiny i don't yeah i don't really move them i ask them to move them yeah yeah but like yeah but you'll know how to move them into mm. good positions because you've done it with your own baby ah, we should um think of mates up the road yeah yeah so um yeah going back to coco like i think both of us have thought like how's she gonna be i still don't think she thinks i'm pregnant she doesn't have a clue and um but she'll she'll be good i've um played a couple of crying baby noises by her and she's not really bothered she looks at me and then she's like and she's been good with small boy yeah and like uh, toddlers you know people like kids that are a bit bigger because kids Mm. like if you've got a dog you gotta be careful without like being over the top but you gotta be careful because they're animals even if they're like calm and everything's fine there's no problem kids run around and they're kind of you know jittery and yeah they spook and you know they they can kind of spook dogs a bit definitely so it just takes a bit of bit of kind of getting used to and sort of stuff adapting so that's uh that's us this week really um I got some nice new posts today from my sister. She oh. sent me a lovely book called Newborn Mothers. And it's Newborn Mothers. Show, when a baby is born, so is a mother by Julia Jones. And she sent it to me because her friend um, has read it and really enjoyed it. So I got it today and I have read a lot of it in the bath already. And it's really interesting. Basically, it's talking about how... Um, women and probably men and anyone who's given birth go through like a physical and mental change and the the human thing yeah that's what i was going to say like it's literally they've there's studies that have shown um that basically there's loads of neuroplasticity in um new mother's brains because um you know last week you were talking to me about baby brain and i think you said verbatim neuroplasticity the baby's stealing your brain because the the neuroplasticity is like the ability to learn Learn new things things, yeah yeah but this happens and retain that information yeah this happens because um when you're going through pregnancy your brain reduces in size a little bit honestly they've tiny done, brain yeah. tiny brain Becky's got um, a tiny brain yeah <laughs> so um I think they were I've 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 put I've bookmarked a bit of the book and there was a lady called Marion Diamond who was like a pioneer in neuroscience she was born in 1926 did she figure out the left right movement thing from walking no she no. figured out like she looked at brains 
in people and knew that they basically it was always assumed that brains were just brains and they didn't change through your whole life Mm. but she was the first person to say that like brains change size and the syntaxes or synapses Synapses, change yeah. yeah and so she did loads of studies on rats and um basically found out like when your brain's stimulated it can go bigger and when it's impoverished it can go smaller but she did a test that found that like basically pregnant people their brains reduce and it's because your brain is basically doing like a massive declutter and organize so that you can get rid of information that's not useful anymore to make space to be neuroplastic to have neuroplasticity to learn Mm. new things it was really interesting yeah, you know what they say when um, your life flashes before your eyes, yeah. like if, if you're dying or something, like if you're in a dangerous situation, yeah. that's your brain kind of scanning, trying to find a, a, a solution yeah. to, to fix the problem. Yeah. She said something like, um, basically, from an MRI scan, like they found it in studies, you can tell from an MRI scan whether a woman's had a baby or not because of their brain and how it's changed mm. within two years of having a baby. Yeah. So that's quite cool. We're massive fans of Andrew Huberman. You should go and check out his podcast called Huberman Labs. Um, Mm. And he does a lot on Instagram as well. But it's it's like basically actionable stuff. So you like you listen to it. He explains something in really basic terms. I think he you probably cover he would have covered yeah that he's stuff probably as well. got an episode on it but I just thought it was really cool that that Marion Diamond she was born in 1926 yeah. so she's only a year older than my nan was yeah and that's a long time ago like yeah and women probably had a tough time battling through academia and stuff back yeah then. but just in general I think there's like a gender bias in know. research and science anyway they generally lots of studies are based on men not women so. Only, have been yeah yeah and it's so, changed but, yeah. in the last but they haven't got the historical years. data yeah. yeah yeah um but that's really cool so um baby brain is a thing but it happens for a reason mm. so if you are you thinking about how you um because neuroplasticity is not just about learning things like actionable things like skills and stuff but you can actually rewire to be calm and adjust yeah your and everything like it's about so like spiritual have you physical have you and emotional. have you thought about like what you could maybe um like you know so i keep going on about andrew Huberman, but this is basically all the stuff he talks about like i have trouble sleeping and stuff so uh but i like loads of stuff he the advice he gives is like actionable so it's like don't have overhead lights on try and dim all the lights down try and avoid screen time if yeah. you can the most interesting one i think is if you can catch the last hour of sunlight from like bright sun you know like dusk the sun going down yeah then you uh become less uh sensitive to bright lights so like if you go say you watch netflix till two in the morning and you yeah. haven't been outside all day that bright light from then stimulation will keep you awake but if you go and watch a sunset and it and it comes down mm. then that will like make your eyes less sensitive so you can if you want to stay up late watching tv one night go and watch the sunset yeah um but pregnancy wise all these tips and tricks and stuff that i kind of pick up by you you're not so fussed on it because you don't really have problems sleeping do you not so much no so but have you thought about how we could take some of those tools and stuff and like maybe work on a bit of a plan leading up to the due date a plan for what well like i'm thinking we could maybe look at some of the tools that um huberman talks about you know like 
not just learning skills per se, but learning to be calm and sort of like having a routine and stuff. And you yeah. could, but like leading up to the due date, we could maybe start doing things and have a bit of a routine and like yeah well, and well, that are kind you of doing like, things like that because you're already doing lots of downlights yeah but you don't you're not fussed on him you like if you walk into a room you put the lights on like the big bright lights on because yeah, it's practical yeah but it's 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 a minor change but it will make a, a, a difference on your mood and your and stuff but you that, have to be careful with your eyesight though yeah i mean don't go yeah i'm not saying like stumble around and do stuff if it's too dangerous but you can you can the dim lights that we've got at a certain time yeah but if you got into it as well Hmm. and did some of the floor work that i do as well yeah it might not be all that helpful though because i guess when you're a new parent like obviously you want to be able to go to sleep but at the same time you're going to be i'm not talking about being a new parent i'm on about like you know when we get close to the due date where you might get a little bit more but i will be a new parent i'm coming up to the due date you haven't given birth yeah i'm talking about that you know that last bit of pregnancy where it might be a bit more stressful maybe we could work on a routine and doing some things like i've been implementing we have noticed from my fitbit that i'm not getting any deep sleep so i don't know if that's a thing yeah um so like i'm sleeping normally going to bed at roughly the same time but not having any deep sleep and we don't know if that's like a yeah but i I think you can work on it you can improve the quality of sleep by Mm. doing a few different things that like i do yeah and maybe we should look at doing that yeah and you could maybe you could report back to people then and say like Mm. "Ah, i was useless didn't really make a difference or just like simple things like i got a big thick yoga mat so it's like Mm. some yoga mats are really thin and they're like rubbish yeah but this one's like a really thick one got from costco so i just lie on it and I, I don't do anything sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just lie on it. And it's like firmer than a bed. So yeah. it makes you, it, I don't know, just listen to some music with like some like mood lights on and stuff mm. and just like relax. And that. I do do it, that before you come to bed though. I always have low lights on and just chill in bed before I sleep. Yeah. But that's what I mean. But if you, if you chill on the floor, mm. on the mat, it's a different place to the bed. Because mm-hmm. like, I used to stay in bed and watch loads of stuff all the time and mm. but then I found I read that like sleep hygiene or whatever mm. you're meant to like literally only go to bed when you go to sleep yeah and it's not, not have technology in your room well don't just go to bed and watch tv in bed for hours that's why we don't argue but I'm like do you want to watch an episode and you're like yeah and you always go upstairs and I'm like no 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 it depends because you sometimes want to watch upstairs nah you do. I generally want to watch downstairs, but that's why because I want I want to go up and go to bed, mm-hmm. and yeah, loads of cool techniques and stuff. I I need to listen to some more episodes. I haven't listened to them for ages. I listen to them like every week, mm-hmm. missed one or two, and then I was like, Ugh. yeah. The problem with that TV thing though is because you ask me to watch TV when I'm going to bed, so that's why. Yeah, but if we watch an episode before we go to bed, we should watch it downstairs. Yeah, earlier than you suggest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so. That's an interesting thing. Lots of brain because, studies and neuroscience. Though. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading the rest of the book anyway. Ali was talking about hypno Birthing? stuff. Hip- yeah, yeah, so it's kind of similar to that, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Practicing all the calming stuff, so I'm going to yeah. look into that for sure. Yeah. yeah. We should do it together. Yeah. Because, like... It's good for us to both know what the breathing techniques are and what, like you've already said... Parasympathetic, sorry. Yeah, if the quickest way to lower your heart rate is, and this is an, like I, this is almost like 
fan podcast for the Andrew <laughs> Huberman podcast. Parasympathetic side, you take a breath, and then after that, you take another quick breath, and it opens up the uh, airy... Uh, Areola? No, that's your, that's, nip- <laughs> that's your nipples. Are- no, it is. Avioli. Avioli. Avioli is in your lungs, and the... Areola is on your nipple. Yeah. Not your nipples. It doesn't open your nipples. But so it's like... So it's like... <laughs> So the breathing, parasympathetic side, quickest yeah. way to calm down, can do it any time of day, going to bed, out and about is. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds lovely. <laughs> My nose is a little bit blocked. Yeah. It works though. Yeah. I've been running and I've done that running and I've lowered my heart rate while I've been doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's all exciting things to look forward to. Other um, exciting news this week is I started uh, pregnancy yoga online with... Um, Kat Strawbridge is finally pregnant pregnancy yoga and she's doing that with a lady called Yoga with Sim and that was really nice. You were a bit shocked to come in and just see me like lying down. You were just on the floor, the floor like lying down. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not all about lying down on the floor. It, it was lovely, really nice. I mean, I've done your yoga before um, so it was... I mean, I was just professional. That was too easy for me. No, I haven't done it for years, but I used to do yoga a lot. And it is pregnancy yoga is very different, but it's really nice because it's like a mindful practice and Hmm. it's all about breathing and moving slowly and like stopping to include like rubbing your belly in the middle of movements and stuff, which is nice because it was just, I think it's really easy to be busy when you're pregnant and like I've said in the past not enjoy it when I not not well, not yeah, savior it not savor it and also did not I say notice, savior yeah is no, that the right word no savor oh. and not notice things like I sometimes have a little panic halfway through the day because I'll be like oh I've been so busy I haven't noticed any kicks and it's not that the baby hasn't kicked we've had just that we've been busy. a lot of other stuff yeah which has made that a bit more of a thing yeah but I find that if that happens I sit down or lie down and then I'll feel it um but this kind of yoga practice is really nice because it gives you like an hour to just be in the moment and Mm -hmm. and also you get to chat with other women who are pregnant and you know it's like a bit more of a community so I, I guess it's a bit personal so that's like for the four weeks of May which is exciting and I've already connected with some people on Instagram who are on it too which is nice um so yeah i um i've enjoyed that yeah just slowly getting things ready obviously the most annoying thing like everything i think everything would be a bit more on track and sorted and wherever but being in that car crash and like all the stuff we've had to pay out for like Mm. like equipment breaking and like physio and all the stuff which is fine because the the you know the truck that went into the back of us will be paying for it all but, well, not the truck, the insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, it's kind of messed loads of stuff up, and we were like yeah. saving for maternity and moving things around. But we've had to use a lot of our, a lot of money on all this stuff that we didn't expect to have to spend money on, and it's, it's not the end of the world, but it is kind of stressful. It's kind of stressful because we had a plan; it was all figured out, and then mm. and then all of a sudden we've got like to spend all this money on stuff. Yeah. So I hope that gets sorted out soon. Yeah, it's going to be okay, and it'll be and okay. It just, it's just, just goes to show as well how um, tough how tough thing life is, but also how tough they are. Babies, yeah. No, but, this one. Oh, yeah, we um, have to call it they because we don't know. Yeah, we do. Um, I've lost my train of thought a bit, but I was tough. Just... Tough babies. No, 
everything will be all right yeah everything will be all right we made a plan but it's not that plan and last week you were talking about birth plans and how you oh, shouldn't yeah. stick to i don't it. think that's yeah people are gonna like not like me for saying it mm-hmm. but i don't think it's great to have a plan because I think if it's you, good to have knowledge of it, what can happen yeah but if you plans only really make people feel better if they yeah. get like you said if they get done properly it's so. like a mindset thing and talk about preferences not plans hmm. and that's a, also a hypnobirthing thing because i think they also they talk about preferences not plans and um pressure not pain yeah good way of thinking about it yeah yeah we should get ali on do you think ali would come on and talk about yeah that stuff yeah yeah we should get her on talk about it not that my sister's an expert but she has she's got experience those experience those techniques yeah yeah that'd be good yeah so i think we've probably run out of stuff to talk about this yeah apart from i realized it's only 13 weeks until the due date which is quite soon yeah on the final countdown yeah instead of counting up we're counting down almost like we're not, but because you count the weeks going up, like, oh, I'm 27 weeks I'm pregnant. I'm really bad because I'm dyslexic, so I just go, it's something soon. But we're getting to the point where we're starting to count down because it's only 13 weeks left, which is like, mm. Yeah. Be nice yeah. to have the house a bit more sorted and stuff. Yeah. But like, the, you know, like people say, they don't go in. The nursery is like, it's not a big deal because they're not in the nursery. No. Like... But it'd be nice to have a clean room this it'd be nice and to it'd have look a like a baby's room and then because, just look at it. Because our house is kind of like eclectic anyway and it's got stuff all over the place, like bikes and stuff in your office and that. Moved, it'd be I've, nice to have the baby's room ready so that we can um, do tummy time and stuff in there and that's like a clear for, floor space that doesn't have stuff all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, just basically getting the house sorted and everything so that should be cool mm-hmm. um yeah we'll definitely have to get ali on next time yeah. maybe, maybe ne- yeah let's try and get her on for next time so it's a bit of a break people can have a bit of a spruce it up for people a bit rather than just us all the time yeah um, maybe we'll try and speak to some other people too yeah i have been uh reaching out to people who mm. have been on before and new people as well so come and say hi guys yeah. come and hang out if you're interested in being on the show please don't hesitate to get in touch we're just mm two normal people that you'd be chatting to and like we said before you know like we um you know we cover ivf but we're also hopefully you know everything's going well hopefully mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be parents so it's going to be a bit of both you know i think we'll probably dip back and dip in and out of yeah. both like it's the same place really mm-hmm. um but some people i've noticed that some people compartmentalize stuff a bit you know it's like yeah like stick wherever. to one thing but we're gonna we are about having a family and the way that we did it was with IVF yeah so we should, yeah it should be cool so yeah so that's a wrap on this week's episode Ooh, sassy ending <laughs> right yeah. we'll see you in a bit <laughs>